Hello Pisces friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Pisces November 2022 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. If you want more free goodies from me, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com or the other links in the notes below this video or podcast to find all kinds of other resources to make your month and this period of time the best possible. This is for you if Pisces is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or if you are an astrology zealot and you like to go even deeper into your chart, any of your Pisces placements will cast a chart where what we're going to talk about here is going to be relevant for you. If you are a late degree Pisces, so we'll say like March 15th through the rest of the sign or like 23 or so degrees through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Aries report because you very cuspy people will benefit from both readings. Now we can get into the goodies of this month. As usual, there is a lot to talk about and we're going to take piece by piece to help you have the best month possible. Okay, so we're going to talk about Jupiter going direct, Mars retrograde, the eclipse, we're going to talk about the Scorpio planets and we're going to talk about the Sagittarius planets and how all of this affects Pisces, okay? So the first thing we're going to talk about is that Jupiter is direct, okay? So there are multiple layers of what we have to get into here. So Jupiter is the great expander, the bringer of growth. And since July, Jupiter has been retrograde. So for Pisces, this has been a very big year because Jupiter has been moving through your sign, okay? so. It was giving you this new chance of redoing everything, reinventing yourself, redoing your connection with your body, revitalizing your health, um, your image, how you walk in the world, you know, your profession, anything that you identify with has had a chance for positive change. And all things might have been blazing forward. And then once Jupiter got retrograde in July, things started slowing down. But now anything that had kind of stalled out then will likely start picking up again now. And Jupiter is going to race back into your house of money. Okay, so the tagline I have for Pisces this month is mega money for Pisces. And I'll show you the reasons why I'm saying that. Now it's very important to remember, and I always talk about this, but you know, it's worthy of coming back to. When we look at astrology, we're looking at potentials. And those potentials can turn into manifestations, okay? So I don't like to call um, astrology work, quote, predictions. Um, this isn't psychic work. This is looking at a scientific, from a scientific observation, when certain planets do certain things in certain places, certain things tend to happen. They tend to happen. There's an increase in chance of those things. Now, are they going to happen for everybody? No, absolutely not. It's more complicated than that but there's an increase in that energy, okay? And when there's an increase in that energy, there's an increase of manifestation. So in some ways, certain things will turn into a prediction that occurred, but I'm not looking at it from the perspective of being a prediction. I'm looking at it to help you understand the energies at play and help you make the most of them. So you have multiple layers as a Pisces placements. You have multiple layers of improving your financial situation, period. Okay, and one of the things here is Jupiter going direct and racing back into your second house of earned income. Okay, and this period of time has been, before now, has been a lot having to do with you getting your certainty, you getting your clarity, you getting your foundation set within yourself so that you can show that money consciousness um, some positive changes from your interchange, okay? So hopefully things will start moving forward there. 
Now, along the same lines of Jupiter uh, moving through your sign. Now, some people have a banner year when Jupiter moves through their sign. Jupiter just expands everything and everything is amazing. Amazing opportunities come in that are fulfilled. And some people don't see that, you know, they feel like it's a lackluster performance from Jupiter. So if you haven't had something amazing happen during this time that Jupiter had been in Pisces, it was in Pisces and it went into Aries and it retrograded back into Pisces. And now as we start November, we're still just at the tail end of Pisces, okay? Just dripping a little bit left. One very important must know about Jupiter is that it plants seeds. So if nothing bloomed for you in this past year, don't worry because seeds were planted that can pop up anytime during the next 12 years of this Jupiter cycle, okay? So just wanted to put a word out there for you all in case you're disappointed that nothing came through for you. Just kind of look at the ways that the seeds for your future happiness may have been sown at this time. And you can start focusing on your financial security, your financial um, resilience, your earned income, your money consciousness, and Jupiter is going to spend from now until the spring really focusing, or, or fall for you all down under, focusing on really shoring that up for you. And many people actually make a massive amount of money during this time. I've seen this. It seems like if we were to, to do a study on it, statistically, it would show up that there's an increase in odds of earning more money, saving more money, buying things of material value that are important to you, um, investing in things of a sustainability value that are important to you. So that's all happening. Now, the second layer of the mega money has to do with the eclipse cycle. The eclipse cycle is in Taurus and Scorpio still. We started at the end of 2021 with this cycle. We're going until the end of 2023. So here we are about midway between. Eclipses can bring radical change, a change to your trajectory where you were going this way and all of a sudden you're going this way. And you can trust that whatever goes on is destiny and is unavoidable um, and hopefully it will be super positive for you. There are unfortunate outcomes of the eclipses. Sometimes we have to say goodbye to people or things that we don't want to. Um, and there are definitely challenging, stressful, you know, defining moments that aren't always super easy. But this eclipse cycle is in a nice angle for Pisces placement. So the more Pisces placements you have, the more you're going to um, have the positive angles that come from the Taurus and um, Scorpio, fellow water sign, Taurus, fellow complementary, nice angle between you and Pisces sign. And so what, what we're talking about here as a longer term cycle for, for these few years that you know the eclipse cycle is going on, is a reshuffling of me versus we, my stuff versus your stuff and our stuff, your self-sufficiency versus your relationship and your connection with other people and other entities as far as like government resources, uh, you know. So it, it's, it's very much happening. So there's a lot of flip-flopping going on and there's going to be more flip-flopping because this um, eclipse is going to happen in Taurus, this is a lunar eclipse. So we had the October 25th, two degree Scorpio um, solar eclipse just recently, and we are still going to feel the effects from that happening. Um, now, if you haven't watched my October report yet, definitely do that because in that I cover how that eclipse might help, you know, hit you specifically and the effects you might see. In this report, we're only going to talk about the Taurus eclipse that is November 8th. And that's the lunar eclipse and that's at 16 degrees. Okay, so again, the second house, we already talked about Jupiter, you know, getting ready to go there. We are, um, we're talking about the second house being aspected for you, not because the eclipse is happening in the second house, 
but because the eclipse is happening in the sign, Taurus, that rules the second house, okay? And actually for some of you, um, March-born friends or like middle to late degree friends, so 10 degrees um, on through the rest of the sign, from the Placidus chart perspective, you might actually also have the eclipse happen in the second house. Um, so that's just further reiteration, but either way, because it's happening in this sign, this is activated for you and this has to do with your self-sufficiency. Now, the energy of your third house is also being accentuated by this eclipse. So redefining your communication, redefining how you um, express to the world, writing projects, publishing or things are coming up in a huge way, both from this eclipse and also because of Mars being in Gemini for a very long time. We'll get to that in a second. So you've got a big activation here where your chance to convey the feelings inside either just to get them off your chest or to share your gifts is accentuated in wonderful ways so you have a lot of opportunities to do that now be extra careful when you're driving when you're walking your mobility guard it heavily because when eclipses happen in the third house occasionally that has to do with something that could happen like an accident or a near accident or some kind of trouble like that. And I have had people write to me and say that my giving them this awareness actually saved their life because they were texting and all of a sudden my words came in their mind and they stopped and then they would have gotten hit by a car or something like that. So you really just have to have your wits about you as it relates to being mobile at this time because there's a lot of chaos that kind of comes with these eclipses. So you kind of figure this is... Eclipse time has to do with our karma and our dharma, clearing out negative karma, accentuating positive karma, stepping on the path of our highest expression. And when we're changing trajectories, kind of like changing lanes, there's an element of chaos that's added in that transition. And that element of chaos is present during the time of the eclipses. And now as I'm recording this in September, we're already feeling it. The news is already starting to come in. Four to six weeks before eclipse time, we start feeling it, hearing it, feeling that excited, um, you know, excitement that there's positive change or that, you know, foreboding that there could be things that, you know, we're not as fond of happening. Um, and all of it is active right now and it increases the chaos. And along with that, I've noticed that sometimes glass breaks. Okay, now if you break a glass, instead of cursing like a banshee, you could also do that if you have to, but remember what I said about this, that glass breaking can pull some chaos out of our field. If you imagine this invisible web around us, and some people can see it, but most people can't see the invisible web of energy around us, but there is chaos developing and building in it at this eclipse time. And if a glass breaks, it like helps to break some of that tension. And the more tension you have broken, it can increase the odds that the chaos won't be there, which can help to keep you safer and help things be smoother, okay? So just kind of look out for that. I'm not saying purposely break glass, per se. <laughs> I'm just saying if it happens to happen, just bless it. Okay, so if you want to understand more about how these eclipses may affect you, I have a whole other resources on this. So just go to my um, Annie Botticelli YouTube channel, scroll down on the homepage to the eclipse playlist, watch eclipses in Taurus, okay? And that's for all of you. And you'll see those, um, you know, whatever I talk about there are potentials for you all. You can also look at the eclipses in Scorpio because the one that happened in October is still influencing now. And then also look at eclipses in Gemini or the third house because that's the house that it's happening from the whole house perspective, which is going to affect all of you. Okay, so you can go deeper into that. But do know that this is happening in positive change or, or, or giving the potential for very positive change. 
So one more thing I wanna talk about there has to do with the angle that Taurus is making for Pisces. It's a 60 degree angle, which is positive. So all of you have the chance to have those positive effects from this eclipse, but those of you close to 16 degrees, so we'll say 11 degrees through 21 degrees, the closer to 16 degrees, the more you have a chance for extra positive change from this eclipse cycle. And so that will equate to like March 1st through March 11th and the closer to like around the 6th or so, the more you get the kiss. So you have to use these roundabout dates because the sun doesn't move into the each sign on the same day every year. So it, it gives this little window of when your degrees might um, hit. That's why if you know your chart, you can get more precise because you can use your degrees. Okay, so the next thing that I wanna talk about has to do with Mars retrograde. So as Jupiter is ramping up, things are going to start moving forward in certain areas of your life. Things are going to start going backwards in other areas of your life. And we are in this web of Mars retrograde influence from September into March of next year because of the pre-shadow retrograde, the actual retrograde and the post-shadow retrograde. So the best guidance I can give you to navigate these different energies is that if you see something cooling off, okay, See, you're losing steam, you're getting lazy, things aren't flowing well, you're getting frustrated. If you can take your foot off the gas in that direction and pivot to the things that are lighting up for you, because you're very likely going to see certain things like, whoa, this is going crazy and this is going you know, that way. So if you align your efforts with, instead of trying to force these things that are not flowing and then just like really be present with and focused on and put your energy towards the things that are, you're going to have a much easier time and a much more enjoyable um, retrograde cycle and make the most of the Jupiter going direct. Now, Mars is retrograde, like I talked about in Gemini. This can have to do with anything, actually the same energies that the eclipse is lighting up as far as the communication, the transportation, your methods of mobility, your actual physical mobility, your writing, your speaking, your siblings or other relatives. Um, are really being brought up very strongly now. Real estate and housing and homes are also the big sector. So if you were trying to do a big house project and all of a sudden things lost steam and your workers start stop showing up, probably Mars retrograde, okay? So if you stop trying to force it, very likely, it will just come back around when the cycle finishes and it will be better and you can save yourself a lot of frustration. But the, but Mars is retrograde in your fourth house of home and family. And so you will probably notice that either things are cooling off in that department or you're getting obsessively hot on that topic. Now, Mars is, you know, a co-ruler of Scorpio and it does hold some energy of obsession with it. So you might find that you're all of a sudden just like completely obsessed with home and family and real estate matters. And that's okay, follow it. If it's flowing well, then flow with it, you know? Um, and if it's not, and you feel the keynote of the retrograde, which is frustration, then just let that be your cue. Like, okay, I need to cool off a little bit in this department and that will, then all will be merry. Now, even though I'm saving this until last, it is actually one of the most exciting things to talk about. And we have already talked about some pretty exciting things. This has to do with the grand water trine that is occurring at this time, and especially for Pisces placements. Okay, so we've got Mercury, the Sun, Venus, transiting south node, all in fellow water sign Scorpio. We have 
um, your Pisces placement plus some star goddesses, Juno and Estrella. We've got Neptune. We've got Jupiter for a little while longer, all in Pisces. Those make 120 degree angle, the most favorable, positive, harmonious angle in all of astrology. Then we also have two star goddesses, Pallas Athena and Black Moon Lilith in Cancer. And so there's this grand trine in water going on, which is super favorable for all water signs. And it is extended. It's not just right at this moment. Okay, there's a little bit before this time, there's after this time. So the positive benefits from this are multiple fold. Any of those areas of life, your intuition, you know, the Pisces stuff, your dreams, your lucid dreaming, your connection with the ethereal realms, um, your um, psychological progress and healing, your meditation, your artwork, your creativity, your private personal pursuits can all be supercharged. Your home and family and relationships with your um, your childhood and your ancestry and your, your genealogy can all be amplified in positive ways. You've got your Scorpio matters, your shared money, your deep mysteries of the, you know, psychology and parapsychology, getting loans, you know, inheritances, businesses that involve shared resources. All of these things are supercharged at this time. And there's some element of them being supercharged for everyone in the zodiac, but because this ties in directly to your Pisces placements, you have a chance to feel this more. So all of those things are being accentuated for you. Tons of opportunities abounding. And then there's another layer. The houses that are aspected for you, that are being lit up by this grand trine, are also coming with all of these opportunities. We've got the energy in the things we started talking about before, where Jupiter was moving through your first house, it's now about to leave there. Your identity, your health, your, you know, your how you're putting yourself out in the world. Now we've got the fifth house being accentuated by the cancer placements, which is your um, creativity, your relationship with children, including your inner child. All of this is being amplified with potentials. You know, doing your work as, as your passion as your work bucket list projects, all of these things are in this beautiful formation. And this type of formation is the, the type of formation that things can just come to you and you won't necessarily even have to do anything for some of them. Although if you have done things, the trying can bring them in from the work you've already done. Then we've got the ninth house, which has to do with everything and in your teaching, education, publishing, writing, speaking, long distance travel, learning languages, cultures, international business, spiritual processes and groups. So all of those things are lit up in the most amazing configuration in astrology. So just look for potentials to be coming from everywhere for positive change for Pisces at this time. And the last thing to know is that the mood is going to change in the second half of November. The first half of November is very strongly this water energy with Scorpio being in the forefront. And then as the month goes on, it moves towards this Sagittarius profile. So the things to know for Pisces about a Sagittariusly dominated sky, first of all, is that fire and water, you know how that goes can be a little bit of a nuisance, can be a little bit of a pressure point, but 
I always like to give you the visual of the fire underneath your watery pot. Motivation, even in the midst of Mars retrograde, which can dull motivation in certain areas, there are certain things that you're gonna be very lit up about where either because you want to or because you have to get some certain things done. And the stars will definitely be much better for progress now that Mercury is clear, now that Jupiter is direct. So if you have to get some things done, and you may, the stars are definitely much better than if we had all of those things retrograde like we did before. So that is very exciting. But do know that there, you are going to notice a shift with the flow as the month goes on where things are like speaking your language. And then as the month goes on, it's like, oh, it's speaking a little bit of a different language, bringing some awkwardness, but motivation to improve your circumstances. And you'll definitely have a lot of opportunities to do that. Okay, so I've given you a lot of information to work with to help you make the most of the starry possibilities. If you would like more free goodies from me, go to anniehelpsyou.com. That is the interface for all of the free goodies I make for you and all of my other offerings. And I also have blogs on that site, astrology blogs and more. You can go to cozybysweetstarlight.com. This is a beautiful site if you haven't seen it yet. This is an astrology kissed um, nest where you can cozy in and learn about how astrology can help you in your daily experience and also lots of tips for and spirit fuel for healthy living. If you want some free courses on unleashing your money magnets and wellness, you can go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E, life.com. At that same website, which is my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, you can find my very transformational programs, including my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. If you want to be a professional astrologer and earn money as an astrologer, I can teach you how to do that from ground level all the way up to the professional level, or if you'd just like to learn for your own personal um, development and helping friends and family, I can also help you there. And I have other courses that you can see there at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. If you're looking for readings or personalized astrology education packages, you can go to anniebclarity.com and see the options there. If you would like to get exclusive content access, so more content from me, helping you to understand your natal chart, giving you more goodies on the current and upcoming astrological transits. If you want to understand many ways that you can make tough astrological transits easier, you can find all that at anniebastrology.com. Now for my books, I have three books that are available and more on the way. You can find Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe on the shelf at all major booksellers in the Mind, Body, Spirit section. And that is a very beautiful hardcover, in-depth book. You can also get it online or at any indie bookstore. My other book, Radical Prayer, Transform Your Life and the World in 28 Days. This is a non-denominational prayer and affirmation book. I've heard a lot of people carry it around in their bag with them and refer to it often. It's a beautiful book. You can find it through any major bookseller and online, also at indie stores. And my new release of my very first book, which is a spiritual novel called Tough Pill to Swallow. So it's a beautiful, supernatural, autobiographically inspired book. Tough Pill to Swallow is based on my experience working for Big Pharma decades ago, selling a drug that got recalled and you'll see more about that in Tough Pill to Swallow, which you can also order online or get 
order through any major bookseller or indie book seller. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you in the next video. Bye!